The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, or another edition of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber. I'm one of 211 leaders that serve um, volunteers and just provide a place for volunteers to use their gifts to serve others all in Jesus' name. We've been doing it for 18 years. Another one of our leaders is with me in studio, Mr. Mike Fiala. Mike, how are you? I am doing great. Um, you said 211. I think I was uh, number 75 yeah, me, back in the you, day. Yeah, you, you, you jumped on early. You know, we've been doing this, Mike, for 18 years. Uh, literally next month, we'll be, set, we'll be into our 19th year. Uh, yes. I was just checking this out, Mike. Listen to some of these crazy numbers. You mm. know, Eight Days of Hope over the last 18 years have helped 9,505 families rebuild their homes for free after natural disasters. We've helped build 13 facilities, including a campus that we'll talk about today, to provide a safe place for children rescued from trafficking. We now have launched a mass feeding arm uh, that provides tens of thousands of meals over eight days to a community when they have a disaster, lose power, or something happens that the, the body of Christ needs to show up. And my, I keep saying we, we, we. Yeah. It's God working God. through his people. That's right. God has been a part of this ministry since day one. He still sits uh, and, and leads this ministry as we speak. Mm-hmm. And Mike, what a journey it has been. Oh my gosh. You know, I had an exciting moment that's interesting. We're talking about this. I picked up my granddaughter from church and she, what are you doing? I, I, I said, I'm going to be recording with my, my friend uh, Steve. And she goes, how did that all get started? Oh, yes. And I went, <laughs> some of the things you were saying, and a simple phone call from your dad, but yeah. it, it's the faithfulness of God, obviously, and the saints that just stepped up and wanted to get involved. I mean, that first, the first event where, where you're looking for 500 people or something. And no, the first event was six. My dad was going to bring two buddies. I was going to bring two buddies. And, and we had, you know, God but, got and involved it, and showed us that he was in control and, and not us. We ended up taking 684 people. Okay, that's it. Our oh smallest trip ever. But six on, so four. But you weren't planning on that. No. And so check this out, Mike. For the first trip back in December of 05, we went to Bay St. Louis Waveland in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. You know, back then, think about 2005. Okay. People don't realize how far the internet has come the last 18 years. Mm -hmm. In order to volunteer, they had to fax us a document with all their information. Fax machines. Yeah. So I I was working at a business. I was leading, helping lead a corporation. And, um, you know, my executive assistant, she comes in, she goes, Steve, that fax machine is going crazy. I said, oh my gosh, that's great. So many orders, because that's how we got our orders mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. People weren't ordering online. You didn't do <laughs> online ordering. Amazon didn't exist. Um, it wasn't orders. It was volunteers. So 400 signed up and 684 showed up. Oh my goodness. So we didn't have enough food for the 284. We didn't have a place for them. We slept in hallways. We slept in closets. You know, we were we were going out and buying fast food to help feed the lunch. To, and yeah. no one was mad because they didn't sign up. They didn't know to sign up. Yeah. But yeah. 84 families saw Jesus. They had their homes rebuilt and the ministry was born. It is now a national ministry. So when you left that event, what ha- what were you thinking on the way home once you got home and how to, what do I do with this? You know what? Mike, I was driving up, uh, I think it was 59, uh, heading back to Tupelo. That's where I was living at the time, Tupelo, Mississippi. 
and my wife was next to me and our three kids in the back seat. And these kids were young. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know, maybe like 10, five, three, something like that. Sure. And I'm crying. And mm. I was exhausted, but my heart was just oh. overflowing. Oh, yes. It had to be. And I saw all the damage that was still existed. Yeah. You know, we were able to help out 84 families, but there were thousands of families that mm-hmm. their house looked like it did three months earlier when Katrina mm-hmm. hit. Mm. And I saw people meet Jesus for the first time, not only the families we were serving, but the volunteers. We had volunteers give their hearts to the Lord on a mission trip. And I thought, you know, God must be up to something. I saw him move, and I'm like, we can't just let this be a one-time trip. So we decided we were going to do one more trip, and that was 94 trips ago. (laughs) (laughs) But after the first one, when when did you officially say, we're going to call us Eight Days of Hope? And and, this is interesting. Yeah, so the the number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. Our rebuilding arm goes for eight days, and so we've now done 19 trips around the country. Harvey, Michael, Irene, Isaac, Ida, Ian, you know, we've been all over the place. Uh, We have a rapid response division that that responds very quickly. We've been to Maui and Hawaii for twice because of volcano eruptions and fires. And, you know, we've done flooding and, you know, derochos and that's how you pronounce it. I think it is Mm -hmm. in Cedar Rapids, Iowa and snowstorms in Buffalo, New York and all over the place. But the number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. And when we formed a nonprofit in spring of 2006, we thought, all right, here we go. Let's see what let's see what God's up to. Yeah, yeah. And for 14 years, Mike, we didn't have one staff member. <laughs> Everything was done by volunteers. volunteers. So even our eight volunteer leaders, we now have 211. Those eight volunteer leaders, they all had full time jobs and full time oh gigs, and God. trying to lead this thing called Eight Days of Hope. And and now go God, look at what God has done. Yeah, and I know that you were working at the helm and and had full time job. Obviously, you've mentioned the company's one of our sponsors now still. But yeah. I remember that day when you we we had a conversation about you leaving. Yes. And, uh, Man, so hats off to you, and that's a step of faith, too. Well, you know, when when God opened the door for me to leave the corporate world at 55, I had a pretty, pretty... the oh, world yeah. would say a, a, a unique title. I had a good, t- you know, good title. Yeah. Did the corporate ladder thing. Sure. Providing for my family. But when God opened the door for me to leave full time and do ministry full time mm-hmm. and become a missionary, yeah. first three years, raising my own support, paying my own health care, you yeah. know, all those things that many people have done. So, sure. you know, but I called seven people and I wanted to get their opinions. And I was waiting for someone to say, Steve, you're crazy. And you were one of the seven. And you didn't say you were crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you have seven of your closest friends that know your heart, that right. understand that you've worked hard to do the corporate ladder thing, but seven people saying, Steve, if God has showed you to do this, you need to do this. Yeah. That's I mean, a, that, that's a great principle. I didn't know you, you called seven people. I did. Seven people. That's, that's, that, that is great yeah. because then you really get like an affirmation and then you got to go. If you have any doubts, they're, they're gone because yeah. you got those that you trust are saying yeah. yes. Anyway. One of the seven just asked a question you know, have you looked down a piece of paper? Have you thought about working another three, four years and, and, you know, use your big boy bonuses that you're getting and make sure all your debts paid off and do all that stuff. And he was, he was a financial guy. And so he had some good financial questions. And when Mm -hmm. I answered those questions and he understood that my wife and I have been saving for retirement since we were 24 and some of those things were in order, maybe not perfect, but we're in order. Mm -hmm. He, um, being the financial guy, Saying spiritually, you need to do it. But I'm going to ask you some financial questions. But oh, it was go. so good, though, get seven different perspectives. Absolutely. Well, praise God. Amen. And here we are now, Mike. So good news. 
the last two weeks, we've had two benefit concerts mm-hmm. to help us build a $7.5 million <laughs> campus in Ohio. Exciting. Four hours from Buffalo, two hours from Cleveland, two mm-hmm. hours from Pittsburgh. This campus will serve children who've been rescued from sex trafficking, provide the emotional, physical, spiritual help that they need for free. We did a concert in Dover, Ohio, and this past week, we were in our hometowns, Buffalo, New York, Buffalo, at the chapel. Yeah. It was packed. It was fun mm. oh my gosh what an amazing night we raised some serious dollars at both of those concerts and uh, god was glorified and it was so fun watching darren jump around the stage <laughs> ben got emotional talking about his visit at safe harbor michael cochran oh my gosh him and his wife leah who does the keyboards their whole band they had a great time but what a great concert isn't that exciting to see uh these major christian artists get behind what god's doing through eight days i love it you got to be just of course you've met a lot of them at kingdom bound but yeah you know just to become friends with them and watch them really grab onto the vision of what God has placed in the heart of Eight Days of Hope. And I've seen these bands perform before. The energy they brought to those two concerts. And I really think, (laughs) and I asked Darren, I said, why? I mean, you guys really, I mean, he was all in. Mm -hmm. Last week, he had just flown in from Ireland on Tuesday to perform on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So his like body's like 12 hours away, right? (laughs) I'd never see this guy have so much energy. And I said, Darren, I've seen you perform probably a dozen times. Mm Mm-hmm. Darren, I have never seen. He said, "Steve, we believe in what you guys are doing." Oh, that's it. That's and, and, it. And we want you're all in. We want to be all in. And so, yeah, so thankful. So, shout out to uh, if, you, if there is some more dates on 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 their tour. Uh, again, go to wearemessengersmusic.com. Find a place. Go support them. And when you see them, tell them thank you for supporting Eight Days of Hope and Safe Harbor. And I know that you saw their truck when mm-hmm. they unloaded all their equipment. Right. They had our logos on the side and on the oh, back man. and a big picture of Darren. And, mm. and, and I, I said, Darren, you looked young on that picture. <laughs> and he said, yeah, they, they did some Photoshopping, I guess, took all the wrinkles. and I, I, I'm glad that you two are friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was a great time, but that, that was a lot of fun. But Mike, today we uh, start our second week of a blitz down in Ohio at uh, Safe Harbor. Uh, phase one is probably 70% done. It's a $4.5 million project. We're building three cottages. Each cottage will house four children and a house mom. Uh, we're mm. building a school, a chapel, an administration building. Uh, all of it's been funded. The volunteers are building it for free, all in the name of mm. Jesus. Man, I'll tell you, I... I, I I get tongue-tied when I just think about the impact that, you know, you've got daughters, I've got, you know, granddaughters, and uh, I had a daughter, and friends, and that this this is so, so real, uh, unbelievably real, but is so, like, you just sit there and say, it, 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 I feel like I'm really contributing, you know, to this horrific mm. crime that's going on in our country, in our world. So you're, you're helping bring in a solution. You know, the church needs to understand, unfortunately, pornography is driving a lot of this, Mike. That's right. And I know that men's ministry groups, they get together and they talk about it, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. But the church has to realize the fastest growing crime in the world, it's just not happening in third world countries, Mike. It's mm. happening in Erie, Pennsylvania. That's right. You know, it's happening in Topeka, Kansas. It's happening in Jackson, Mississippi, and in Tallahassee, Florida. It's happening everywhere. And once they're rescued and they go through detox and get some of the immediate physical help they need, they need a place to heal. Right. To heal. That's right. And 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 Safe Harbor provides that. These children, these girls, will be, t- be between the ages of 13 and a half and 18 mm. years of age. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Mike, 
13 and a half years old. Mm -mm -mm -mm. And they're going to get all their help. Their families are going to get help. Again, you could be a part of this. Pray for the Ministry of Safe Harbor. Pray for Eight Days Hope as we build this campus. Maybe you're gifted with your hands. You're a handy woman. You're a contractor. Or maybe you've never done it for a living, but gosh, everyone calls you because you know how to do floor and you, and you love doing it. Mm. Email us at safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com. There is a background check, but then we'll invite you to come. It's free. We provide food and lodging. Mike, we've had contractors bring their teams. Contractors, that's it. They said, yeah. you know what? We're going to pay our team so they think they're getting a wage, but then they're impacted by working with believers from around the country when they see what God is doing. It's been an amazing journey. You know, And there's a biblical principle here, too. The contractors are coming because they see that what they're doing to help. Okay. But God's going to turn around and bless when they, um, when they give, it's going to be given unto them and pressed down. And it's just, um, we don't do that for that reason. We do that for the cause, but, uh, don't be, I guess what I'm saying, don't be afraid to donate your time, your staff, uh, your energies, your equipment and come and get the job done. Hmm. You know, uh, we tell people you can pray, you can volunteer, uh, you can donate. You know, we have partners. They cover our fixed costs, which means when you donate, 100% of your dollars are passed through to the ministry that you want to support. And so if you want to support the Safe House Ministry, uh, would you consider a donation? $5, $50, $500, $5,000. You can become a monthly partner. You can do that online. It's safe. It's easy. It's fast. At 8daysofhope.com, you can mail a check. We'll give you the mailing address at the end of the show. It's also on our Facebook page and our website. It's P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. We'll give it again later on. Um, you can use a cash app, PayPal, Venmo. But please, would you consider a donation today? 8daysofhope.com. Mike, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Colleen Fabling. She is our safe house yes, manager. Yes. She's in Ohio. In Ohio, okay. Leading volunteers as they build this complex. We're going to get an update Fantastic. from her. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. Hey, thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Did you know that in the United States, there's 27 states without a long-term recovery facility for survivors of human trafficking? Hundreds of thousands of women and children are trafficked every day, and right now at this moment, there's less shelters for them than there are for animals. We can't ignore this any longer. You know, since 2019, Eight Days of Hope has partnered with 12 faith-based organizations to provide a safe place where they can get the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. By coming alongside these organizations, we're able to use the skills needed to not only build safe places, but to provide an area where God can heal hearts, minds, and ultimately souls. If you're a professional builder, carpenter, framer, roofer, or an electrician looking to make a kingdom impact by using your skill set, please consider partnering with 8 Days of Hope. You must be 18 years old to volunteer and pass a background check. But for more information, you can email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the last 17 years, almost 50,000 volunteers from across the United States have come together to help repair the homes of over 8,300 families affected by hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, and more. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring hope and healing to survivors of human trafficking. Since 2019, our team has been able to provide multiple safe places for women and children to rest their heads at night. We are very excited about our newest arm, Mass Feeding. After a natural disaster strikes an area, our mass feeding ministry will be able to provide warm, fresh meals to those who have faced loss and are in need. 
Our goal is to provide up to 8,000 meals through a local church to provide nourishment to a community. If you are interested in volunteering with us, everything is free. We provide food and lodging. All you have to do is say yes and come and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please visit 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. It's not just a story. It's a living, breathing, walking testimony. Love a guy so good he'd leave his home in glory. For the world he loved, for the world that he so loved. It's not just a story yeah. I believe in the life of Jesus I believe that he conquered death I believe in the resurrection I believe he's coming back again I believe that his spirit's with us I believe that he gives us power I believe that he is the son of God Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber hanging out with Mike Fiel today. And uh, just, again, just looking back at the last two weeks with the concerts, knowing that volunteers are at Ohio building a campus for children rescued from trafficking. We're going to bring Colleen on in a minute, Mike. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, I, I, I was there, Mike. I was there last right. week. And Mike, I've been there. Every time we do a blitz, I go for at least one day. Mm. Sometimes two. And every time I go there, Mike, now for six months, I cry. Sure. And they're tears of joy mm. knowing that children are going to be rescued from trafficking and they're going to be loved on as Jesus loves sometimes people who feel like they're unlovable. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start the healing process. And Mike, when I walk into that chapel, and I shared this last week, I walked in the chapel mm-hmm. last week with Ben Fuller because he was in town to do a concert. And he started to sing. And I looked at Melissa. Melissa was crying. Ben was crying and oh, I was wow. crying because that was the first, he, he, he just said, Steve, I just, I can't be in a chapel and not give glory to God for what he's done in my life. But more importantly for the girls are going to be sitting here in just a couple months. Mm. Amazing. I cannot wait to get down there. We're going to have a, yes, annual, a board meeting, a board meeting yes. down there. And Steve, I want to tell you, with that story, that's the first place I'm going to go walk into that chapel and just kneel down and praise Amen. God and thank oh, him. Oh, yes. Uh, maybe I'll even squeak out a song or oh, something. Oh, <laughs> yes. You, you, need to, you need to bring your guitar. We need to do that. Okay. Do that, okay. please. All That'd right. be great. Um, okay, Colleen Fabling, she's our safe house manager. She's in Ohio. I know it's cold, but I know that she probably bought like three extra coats in the last couple of weeks because that's what all the volunteers <laughs> and the leaders that come from down south. But Colleen, thanks for joining Hope Reigns. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How cold is it? Um, it's pretty cold. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I think I'm almost acclimated, but we'll, we'll, uh, We'll just keep our layers on and keep praying that we have good attitudes through this weather. Amen. Amen. Colleen, I know you've been to the campus multiple times. You've been a part of the ministry now for multiple months. And yet um, we're going to talk about your personal journey in a minute. But I, I just want to talk about what I just mentioned. Every time I, I, I pull on into that property and I walk through the administration building and I stand on that deck and see the campus, when I walk through the chapel, when I actually am in a bedroom that a child's going to use for a year, maybe longer, her own bathroom, and, and, and just be praying over that space. 
It is overwhelming. Yeah, that the word overwhelming is one that I've heard many times over the last couple months. And, you know, every blitz, we have some people that have been here, you know, month in and month out faithfully working, but we also have some new volunteers that come. And that is one of the sweetest gifts that I have um, working on this project is getting to walk new volunteers through the property and give a tour. And um, I I just end up going to the Lord with so much gratitude and worship uh, through tears because I get to see the impact and just the magnitude of what this project will have for eternity through fresh eyes every month Mm. and you're right you know we get onto the onto the property and and it's overwhelming and then we walk in the chapel and without fail you 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 cry because Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. it's special Mm. and it is a healing place so colleen tell us some of your responsibilities while you're down there your what what you have to get done and how do you approach it Yeah, so I oversee um, everything that happens off the construction project. So that's lodging, worship, devotions, overseeing our feeding teams, making sure that um, volunteers have the communication that they need, um, background checks, making sure that, um, you know, non-disclosures are signed and that we keep this property safe and secure and the location um, doesn't get shared. Um, And one of my favorites is, just day in and day out, getting to pray over and encourage the volunteers, the saints that are coming to be a part of this holy work. I love what you said, Colleen. You know, I've been to the site now pretty much since day one, actually when the property was donated. I'll never forget trying to get up a hill that was, you know, looked like, you know, cow pasture. It wasn't a cow pasture, but, you know, just it's rough terrain. And I was wearing boots, and I was trying to get it on the top where we were trying to figure out where we're going to put the buildings. Check this out, Mike. Hmm. The donor bought 100 acres of land and gave Safe Harbor and Eight Days of Hope the opportunity to pick any 30 acres of that land we wanted. The opportunity yeah. to pick. He didn't say, oh, I bought 100. Here's the 30 you got to use because oh I'm going to give my. you the work. I he didn't said, know that. He said, you pick where you want to go. And, Mike, when you see the property— Oh my gosh. But Colin, you hit it right in the head. I hope people who've been there multiple months, because we've been doing this, I think since June or July, they don't take for granted the progress because you're right. I was, I, I walked down the property last week with Ben Fuller and his touring manager and they were like, this has been done in eight weeks. Cause this mm. is only four blitzes. Sure. This is the fifth blitz we're on now, Mike. Now, not the concrete or the dirt work, but all the framing, all the, the framing, windows, the, the windows, siding, yeah, the sure. drywall, the paint, the flooring, the kitchen cabinets, the lights, <laughs> you know, in eight weeks. And, and and Ben said, you know, he looked me in the eyes of Steve, I've done construction. He was a masonry. Right. He goes, if you hired somebody, you're probably looking at eight months nonstop every day with professionals. Mm-hmm. That's God, Mike. Amazing. That's God. I just, yeah. Those numbers just blow me away because, like you say, if you if you ask a professional, and and plus what the cost would be. Oh my know? gosh, <laughs> through the roof, Colleen. Tell the listeners. I love this story. So, Mike, I have three daughters, but I'm going to be candid with you when I when I see Colleen and Chandler and 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 you know some Reagan, you know some. I feel like they're. I know I'm getting old. Also. Well, no, they're just special to me. They are. Sure. And, you know, you want to protect them and you want to be a you know good model for them and you want sure. to treat them with respect. Mm-hmm. Colleen, tell people how you met uh, Eight Days of Hope and what happened when you were serving at Eight Days of Hope. Because, Mike, wait, I think you know the story, but I want our listeners to hear this. 
So I was 16 and had never really done anything that involved getting dirty and building. I mean, maybe I built a doghouse or something like that. But <laughs> I, I, I grew up on a farm, but didn't build anything other than, you know, an animal coop. Um, but so I was at church one day and I was, um, you, you know, walking through a hard season personally with my family. Mm. And someone came up to me and invited me to go to Pamlico County, North Carolina um, to do disaster relief. And I was like, you know what? I don't really think I have anything to offer, but I'll go. Like, I love to serve. And so, sure, I'll go. And um, so I was not a believer at that point. I, you know, as a kid, they grew up in church. I knew a lot of the answers, you know, when someone asked me a question, but I had no personal relationship with Jesus. And I went on that trip, and my life was completely transformed when I started hearing testimonies of people who had given their life to Jesus and he had taken ashes and made beautiful, beautiful stories and built mm-hmm. lives based on the rock, you know, based on Jesus Christ. And they, without shame or fear, shared their testimony and where they'd come from. And at the same time, I'm watching a community that's been wrecked by a storm be rebuilt by the hands and feet of Jesus. And I was overcome. I was 16. I'd grown up in church and I'd never seen anything like it. And I, I I don't know that I will ever have words to describe the thirst that I had been feeling being quenched by what it's like to be a part of something like that. Like I drank the living water for the first time. And maybe I'd heard the gospel before, but my heart wasn't ready until I was there. And and I saw it, I heard it, I felt it, I got to be a part of the gospel in action, and I gave my life to the Lord. So, uh, yeah, Steve's clapping, and my heart's pounding real hard to, to, to ask you. Now, let, let me go back for the listeners to hear this. Uh, you felt like you had nothing to offer, and you said you were a non-believer before you, when you went down there. What was, where did the conversion come? Did somebody pray with you, or did somebody from Eight Days of Hope, or how did, how did you have, actually get to know the Lord? Yeah. So, I mean, I would describe myself as a religious kid. um, And it was just a culmination of all of the things I was experiencing that week on the job site, prayers being answered. I mean, like bold prayers being answered, like the rain not raining on our site and flooding other streets right around us kind of stuff. And um, there was that like a testimony night that we did. And um Steve actually shared his testimony, and I remember thinking, if the leader of this organization can stand up and declare with such boldness Mm. what the Holy Spirit has done in his life and transformed his marriage and his family and everything about his life without shame or fear of what people will think, other than with holy fear, knowing that we do need to speak our testimonies because it will transform lives, I want to be a part of that. And you know, I don't think I could say there was this, you know, light bulb moment with a prayer. Right. Um, I always say this. My dad, when I got home from that trip, was like, she is different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Praise different. the Lord. <laughs> um, but I remember, like, the breaking point in my heart when I, when I you know, in, in my mind and heart when I said, I want to I be this sure, forever. Sure, that was it for you, what yeah. That, 
when I just heard testimony after testimony and then she Steve shared his, I was like, I'm I'm sold. That's it. I'm oh. I'm all in. I don't think I remember that last part. I mean, I remember sharing my testimony, and I know that you and Nicole, Nicole's our other staff member, okay. who gave their heart to Jesus mm-hmm. on an 8 Days Hope trip, and now they're they're serving with 8 Days Hope nationally. I love it. We're talking to Colleen Fabling today on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. I'm Steve, hanging out with Mike in Colleen's in Ohio as we're building a campus for children rescued from trafficking. Served with 8 Days of Hope, met Jesus, fell in love with Jesus, matured as a Christ follower, and mm-hmm. just recently joined our team. Now you moved, or you're moving, no, you moved, from Virginia to Tupelo, Mississippi, did you not? I did. Was that hard? I know that you are such a family person, and you've got like 39 brothers and sisters, I feel like. <laughs> Every time I see you, I, I remember in the day when your whole family would come, our numbers would like triple. I'm like, awesome, <laughs> we got 6,000 volunteers because the Fablings are here, right? Um was it was it hard to leave or I mean how how do you know when it's time and when and when to say yes and when to say no? I think there's um in my experience there's there's a holy fear that we walk in and it is with just this reverence when we ask the Lord is it time hmm. or are you really asking me to do this? And I would say that there was a turning point for me when I knew this opportunity came about and I knew that if I asked the Lord, I needed to be ready to walk in obedience. And he gave me such a peace um, about leaving my church and my family and my community that I was deeply involved in. And, and I do miss my heart aches and longs to be with them. But I also see that in the word. Um, when people walk in faithfulness, that doesn't mean that we don't miss our family or our church. Um, but I am single and have the ability in my life right now to be on the road and to fill a need, you know, for gospel work. And that's what the Lord's asked me to do. So yes, I do miss my family, my community and my church, but I also know that this is a season that I can pour myself out for the gospel Mm. in this role. And that gives me so much joy. I love it. And, and Colin, you also have a, a great support system in Tupelo too, with your, you know, your good friend Chandler and, and others that I know that you're meeting and connecting with. And uh, so, praise God for your obedience to uh, go Amen. forward. Amen. That's so I important. Not ask for a more, more home-like city to move to. You know, I, I know dozens of families in Tupelo, and that was such a gift from the Lord too. That I wasn't moving to a place where I knew no one. Um, I was moving to a place where there was already family. Mm. Talking to Colleen Fabling, she is the safe house manager for Eight Days of Hope. We're in Ohio on our 13th project, providing a safe place for children. Um, Some of the facilities we built, Mike, have been for adults, but this is a children facility only. So what's, what's, uh, we've only got a couple minutes left, Colleen, but what's, what's the hope? What, when does phase one What's the hope that phase one will be completed? Is that March, April, May, June, July next year? What, what are we looking at? It's looking like it's going to be around um, May or June, which is very exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, so that means that that's about three blitzes to get to the finish line, um, including the one we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now the cottages are having their finish work done. Yes. By the end of this, should be... Trim, doors hung, trim finished, painted, all of that, almost completely done other than HVAC. Um, The same with the chapel, which is 
one of the most holy places I've ever been mm, Oh, my goodness. Amen. It is <laughs> one of my greatest privileges as a believer this side of heaven is to get to be in that chapel. I love that place. So, um, that will almost be done at the end of this split. And uh, the school is ready to have the roof put on, which is very exciting. That yes. building went so fast last month. Mm-hmm. A school. Amazing. Think about that, Mike. I'm sorry. I was. I was. I. I, I thought you were going to go further on the school, but you're right. Because when I was out there, it was framed last week. It had a, a protection. Uh, had a tar, not a tarp. What do they call it? Felt, synthetic felt to protect okay. it from the elements. Uh, but Mike, these girls are are going to be able to go to school yes. while they're getting the counseling and the the medical help and and the emotional help from the team there at Safe Harbor. This campus is amazing, Colleen. You're amazing. I love, and I know we got to wrap up, but I love, I love. I I know she's young, but the journey she's already been on, Mike, right. could be part of a book. Oh my! Yeah. I mean, how she met Jesus yeah. and what she's doing for the Lord, uh, her family. There's so many, you know, dynamics of a, a step of faith, leaving the comforts of your home church and your family and your friends to go to another state to do ministry work, to travel around the country. But Colleen, our country is in great hands when I see young leaders like you, I, and I mean that. I'm not trying to just puff you up or whatever, but. When I see her and I see Hannah sure. and I see Kim and the other, yeah, you know, young absolutely. leaders of our team, Reagan, and, and I can go on and on, but just, wow, what a blessing. And, and there's something we didn't mention. You said that you oversee worship and devotion here. Yes. And you are one excellent, excellent worship leader with just filled with the Holy Spirit and a gorgeous voice, but a heart for God. Do you get a chance to lead worship there? I do get to sing up here, which is another privilege. Um, yeah, it's, we have really... Um, just been blessed with the the fellowship and the times of worship with this this team each month. Awesome, mm, awesome. Mm, I love it as well, mm. Mike. Let's do this before we let her go because she's there as we speak, and the volunteers are there. Could you pray for the next week? You know, we always pray for safety, but also that lives. You know, some of these guys are ladies. They're there for the very first time. In their life, I met a couple last week from Wisconsin. Actually, they were at a Ben Fuller concert about 80s old. The first time they ever served with us. They said, we are retiring, and we are selling everything, and we are following. Oh I mean, it's crazy. But <laughs> oh yeah, be praying for this next week. Father, you just hold this next week to you. Colleen and her leadership, we thank you for. We are learning from this young lady uh, how to walk closer to God and, and to serve. We pray for the families that you're bringing in, the volunteers you're bringing in, this this retired couple, those that don't know Christ. Thank you that even though we this house is being put together for those being rescued, Lord, we know that there's people that are walking in darkness that will walk into light as a result of serving and coming under Colleen's leadership yes. and others. And, and God, we just thank you for uh, the completion of this and the the decades ahead of us that lives will be changed for the kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Colleen, give everyone a hug. I know I'll see you soon. And um, hey, don't be like Donna Shea now. Be hitting a deer when you're driving down the road. I mean, come on now. Oh, my goodness. We're all praying against that now. You know, yeah. we, we had Donna on last week, and, you know, when she pulled out at, what, one in the morning, she goes like a hundred yards and and she hits the she. I heard from someone it was the biggest buck they ever saw and I'm like, oh my no, gosh. Yeah. Uh, well, I believe how the front of her car looks. <laughs> God bless you, Colleen. Have a good day. Say hi. Say hi to everyone. Bye, guys. All right, Colleen Fabling, Safe House Manager with Eight Days of Hope in Ohio. 
working on Safe Harbor. She's amazing, Mike. How does this happen? That I, I know. I don't know where you were at that age. I wasn't there. No, by any means. And no. you know the talent, the gifting, right. and the heart for just. I want to serve God. You I know. know. But hey, hats off to you, Stephen. When you gave you that testimony, God used that to re- just to turn her life around. So uh, we never need, never be ashamed, of, and I know you're not, to be shared what you went through and what we went through. So folks, you're out there listening, you got a testimony, share it, because you never know what life would be changed around as a result of that. Amen. Amen. Ooh, that's a good memory. Love it, love it. Hey, when we come back, we're going to be talking to uh, Dwight Mason. Dwight is the lead pastor of New Point Community Church in Ohio. Mike, other than American Family Radio, they have been our longest partner over the last 17, okay. 18 years. Mm. And, uh, of course, they just hosted a concert for us a couple weeks ago as well. But we're going to talk to Dwight a little bit and the importance of a church getting involved in mission work. You know, we, we're kind of worked our way through COVID now, right? And how do we start getting teams together to travel not just with 80s, but with other ministries out there that are looking for the body of Christ to use their gifts to serve those in need. So we'll talk to Dwight when we come back in a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hey friends, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Hey, we've got some exciting news for you. You're invited to join us for a weekend of hope, December 2nd and 3rd at our national headquarters. We're going to serve lunch, give tours, we're going to have touch a truck for the kids and your grandkids and so much more. We can't wait to open up our doors and spend the afternoon with you. It starts at 11 in the morning and concludes at 2 in the afternoon. Then come on over to First Baptist Church in Tupelo for a free Ben Fuller concert. That's right, Ben Fuller will be in Tupelo on December 2nd and you're invited. You might know Ben from his hits like Who I Am. You don't want to miss this testimony and celebration of hope that only Jesus can bring. Tickets are free, but you do need to register at 8daysofhope.com. All the details for Weekend of Hope are available on our website at 8daysofhope.com. We hope to see you that weekend. A thousand generations falling down in worship to sing the song of ages to the Lamb. And all who've gone before us and all who will believe will sing the song of ages to the Lamb. Your name is the highest Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. So excited for our next guest. My name's Steve, hanging out with Mike Fiella. Mike, we can't do what we do without partners. We have some amazing partners. And the lead pastor of New Point Community Church in Dover, Ohio, you've probably heard us talking about Dover, Ohio, the last couple weeks with the concert we had there two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Dwight, welcome to Hope Reigns. How are you, my friend? 
I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks. So, Dwight, we go way back. 18 years ago, Eight Days of Hope started, and New Point very quickly became either our first or second partner. But before we get into that, tell the listeners a little bit about your church, the campuses, and the heartbeat of New Point. Yeah, well, we're in uh, eastern Ohio, and um, we're a multi-site church. We have six sites, and you know, our desire is to uh, inspire people to follow Jesus. And uh, we do that in a number of different ways, and one of those is Eight Days of Hope. Hmm. That's exciting. <laughs> Mike's like, here we go. Let's well, do it. No, no. I, I, you know, uh, Dwight, I, I was looking on a, on your website and I saw the different campuses and, you know, I've been in pastoral ministry myself, but then I started counting. I think it was like 51 uh, employees you have. Or, or, or more now, or, right? Or more or now. More, yeah. How do you manage all of that? Yeah. Well, you you know what? I I I don't know. I I try to get up every day and and surrender it all back to God and yeah. and try to be the best steward and um deal with it as it as it comes mm. and not try to control everything but um try to lead with vision and and inspiration and affirmation and trust God yeah. basically. Sure, you know, sure. You've been encouraging your congregations for 18 years to travel the country, not only with Eight Days of Hope, but to do missions locally, regionally, nationally, and elsewhere. And you are a big believer of, you know, people, you've been created, you've been given gifts, now go use those gifts to be a light in a dark world. You've been very successful as a church to encourage people to do mission work. Why, why do you think that's been? Well, you know, I, I, I mean, it goes back to John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, it's it's the world, and you know, I I don't think that God is so much uh, concerned about uh, me or us building a great church. I think that He's more concerned about us reaching people uh, and introducing them to Him. Hmm. And so, you know, I I believe that one of the the challenges of the church is to get outside its four walls. And so I think every time that that we encourage people to participate in that, whether it's giving or whether it's serving or any any of those um, engagements, that uh, it enlarges their heart and they get to experience God in a way that um, maybe otherwise they would never get to experience it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like to say, you know, you don't want to just be a church goer. You know, churchgoers are usually religious people who have a form of godliness, but they they deny the power in their life. And mm, I believe that wow. when you get outside your four walls and you begin to become engaged in what God's doing in the world, then what happens is he ends up connecting dots. And this God that you've never seen and you've never heard becomes deeply, deeply personal to you. Mm. And I, I tell that to, to people all the time, and, and I'm not a singer, but I'll start to sing that old hymn. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living whatever man may say. You know, I, I, I see his hand of mercy. I hear his voice of cheer. And just the time I need him, he's always there. He lives, he lives, he lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me that I am his own. And I think that when you become a part of what God is doing in the world and and your vision becomes the world, then I think that this God that we've never seen, or at least I've never seen him, Steve Mike, 
or, or never have heard him audibly becomes deeply, deeply personal. And so to me, it, it's it's multiple blessings because you're building people's faith and in building their faith, you're you're ultimately building your church because they get to experience God in new and fresh ways. Amen. There's a lot of ground I want to cover today. Um, you know, I want to talk briefly about the concert we had a couple of weeks ago. Now, I know that maybe you yeah, got a little Pentecostal. I tell you what, we are messengers, Cochran Company, Ben Fuller. Now, I saw you in back of the church, and and I yep. saw I saw you swaying a little bit, turned a little Pentecostal <laughs> on me there. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy. I got that, a little groove. Thank you so much, the New Point Community Church, for hosting the Mike. They not only provided the venue at no charge, they provided the food for the bands, the VIPs that showed up to support sure. Safe Harbor. Uh, thank you so much, mm. uh, Pastor Dwight, for for you oh, and the welcome. the team. You guys, you guys served us, and you served the bands as we tried to bring attention to what's being built thirty minutes from you. Let's talk about Safe Harbor for a minute. You were instrumental mm-hmm. in that coming together. Just spend a couple minutes why you were passionate about building a campus for children who've been rescued from trafficking to get the help they need. Well, one, I, I think it's it's the call that all of us have on our life um, to to help the disenfranchise and and those who are are trapped. And I, you know, I just believe that you know we we have a calling on our life. You know, many times I hear people say, "Well, I I can't believe that God would allow this to happen," mm-hmm. and I say, "I think God looks down and says, I can't believe that you guys are allowing this to happen." And so, you know, I think that that we're called to address the issues um, of our community. Ecclesia is is the word that that is used in Scripture, and it's called out ones. It's an assembly, and and those people are called to take up the issues and the interests and the challenges of their community. And so, you know, I have a daughter, and 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 sharing with you and learning you know, about your heart and eight days of hope and, and Melissa, you know, it just clicked. And, and I thought, you know what, this is something that I want to be a part of and, and I want to get behind and, and support in every way, as well as uh, leading New Point to do that. Amazing, uh, Pastor Dwight. I, I'll tell you, let me back up and say this. <clears throat> your philosophy of ministry that you described, uh, I could see put in a brochure or a pamphlet, and he'd pass that out, and that would majorly change the face yes. of churches in America. Amen. I mean, so, Amen. you know, praise God that you've gotten on, uh, connected with Eight Days of Hope, and uh, particularly with Safe Harbor and, and the issues there. So Yeah, Mike, and this isn't a small project, and, and I know that some people get intimidated, and I'm not trying to impress you with these numbers, but this campus, if, if someone was to build it and just write a check, uh, between the land and the buildings, you're looking at about seven and a half million dollars, right. Mike. Mm. And I'll never forget, right. Dwight. You and I were sitting and eating breakfast, and I was so excited to tell you about the new arm we were launching. That we we're going to work with Tim Tebow Foundation and Frank and Linda Reich. Frank coaches the Carolina Panthers, and I'm telling you all this. And you were so patient. I saw you rocking back and forth. I knew you were excited to tell me something, <laughs> but you know me, I'm communicating. But then when I finally shushed up, you're like, "Well, Steve." 
wait to see what God's doing. And then he started telling me about Safe Harbor and the, and the heartbeat of Melissa Brown and, and just this project that this land was going to be donated, $1.8 million of land. And God started connecting the dots. And mm, your eyes lit up, yes. my eyes lit up. And, and look at God now. We're almost ha- we're almost done with phase one. We're within months of being done. Uh, amazing, amazing, amazing project. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, um, we have a story and God wants to give us a story of, of his greatness and his goodness. And, and that's who he's always been. And, Mm. you know, when we have a story, we can begin to share it with people and it begins to speak to people and, and move upon people. And even people who are not people of faith want to be a part of something that's making a difference in the world. Absolutely. And so that, that gets them to be able to uh, connect with um, people of faith. And um, then that gives us the opportunity to be that salt, that light. Amen. Um, and, and move and work in their lives as well. You know, our first guest in the first half hour of the show is Colleen Fabling. She's our safe house manager. She's actually in Ohio now as we're leading our fifth blitz and building the school and finishing the administration building. She came to know Jesus serving at Eight Days of Hope. She went on a missions trip, wanted to do something wow. good, heard the gospel, saw the gospel, said mm-hmm. yes to Jesus, and now as a staff member, now she's a part of leading a national ministry. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how God is connecting the dots. Hey, Pastor Dwight, I want to talk to you about one other thing. And and mm-hmm. Mike, I'm going to take mm-hmm. you to his campus. When you go to Safe Harbor okay. on December 4th, we're having our, our our yearly in-person board meeting for eight days. Old. We're going to go to Safe Harbor. I'm going to take you to the campus of New Point Community Church. Oh, yes. Mike, what they did behind the church. Dwight, I don't want to steal the thunder. Explain what you did for the community recently behind your church. Well, um, one of the things that we did is we built a, a sports complex. And so... Um, we put up um, somewhat of uh, a pavilion. Some people would say it's much, much more than that. It, it is. But, it, uh, is. We, it is. Sports it's huge. <laughs> we did that, and, and we put pickleball courts and basketball courts oh and um, soccer fields and um, a walking track and um, a playground, a, a very substantial, large playground. <laughs> And we oh just opened it goodness. up to the community, and we said that that um, we want the community to know that we're for them, and mm. we want them to know that we're here. We want them to know why we're here. We want them ultimately to be glad that we're here, and so it's just another way of of trying to be that salt, that light, and and um, you know I challenge our campuses, you know. Would anything be different if we ceased to exist in our communities? I, I would hope so. I would hope so that people would say, you know what, we really, really miss New Point and its influence and its mm-hmm. impact and its difference. And so we have done a sports complex, and the community is um, blessed by it and uh, are thankful for it. That's it. My wife and I are moving down to where, how, how, how far from Buffalo are you? Dover, Ohio, four hours, three hours and 58 minutes, Mike. Amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. Mike, when and, and they did it in excellence, and, and that's what I love about New Point. I love Dwight, and we at 8 Days Hope, we try very hard. We're not perfect, but we really try to do things in excellence unto the Lord. And it's for the Lord. It's not for our, you know, not for the name of the logo or even for New Point, for its church. It's, it's for the kingdom. But, Mike, when you right. see the back of their property, 
Mm-hmm. It, it isn't it isn't just what he said. It, it is it is like a wow moment. Okay. I know that some of our leaders came in from down south for the concert and they walked behind and like, Steve, <laughs> how can we do this in Mississippi or in yeah, yeah. I mean it was uh, it's just beautiful. Just hats off to New Point. Thanks. The vision, Thanks. your leadership, because it, it is done in excellence. So, so thankful for that. Investing, investing in the community, not just by yeah. saying we need to go out. They're out doing it. Praise God. Amen. Pastor Dwight, thank you. Every month, New Point for years sends a uh, significant donation to Eight Days of Hope. And I know we're not the only ministry you support, but I just want to say thank you. You know, those 9,500 families now that have had their homes rebuilt or these 13 facilities uh, to provide safe place for women and children rescued from trafficking. New Point has made a difference across the nation. You know, this month we're going back to Hawaii right before Christmas to bring hope to some of those families that lost everything due to the fires. You have been a major, major part of it, and I just want to thank you so much. Well, you're welcome, and we receive much in return, Steve. And so I I want you to know it's an honor and a privilege and look forward to even doing more in the future with Eight Days of Hope. And because, you know, one is, you know, I, I always ask, three things about a ministry that we're going to support. You know, do they have clarity? Do they have character? And do they have competency? Mm. And Eight Days of Hope, uh, under your leadership, has all three of those. You've got oh. clarity, you've got character, and competency. And so when when we when I see something like that, you know, I want to get behind it and do everything that we possibly can to to help them to make a difference in the world. So thank you. Wow. It's 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 a great partnership, and we're honored to be half of it. And uh, we're better together. That's a that's a line I use Absolutely. wherever we go. And when churches set aside differences and ministries set aside your differences, and 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 just make the focus being Jesus, and and right. and the, and the healing power that He can bring to somebody. Uh, you know, I just I love the relationship. Thank you so much. Um, let's You're do this welcome. before we let him go. Yes. Before we let him go, I, I'd like to pray for him and his team at Absolutely. New Point, Mike, if you're okay with that. Yeah, please. Father, we thank you for Pastor Dwight Mason yes. at New Point Community Church in Dover, Ohio, and the impact that he and their teams have had in multiple communities in that state, in that region, now how they've impacted not only the country and around the world. Father, I thank you for his leadership. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thank you for his character. Mm-hmm. I thank you, Father, that... So many times I've seen him, Father, he doesn't even want to be near the light. He wants you to be seen, and and, and it shows through his leadership team, Father. I thank you for their partnership. I thank you for hosting the concert a couple weeks ago. I thank you for the saints that they send across the country to serve after natural disasters. And now, Father, for their commitment to help build Safe Harbor right Mm -hmm. in their backyard, Father, for girls that will come in from around the country, Father, Bless New Point. Bless Dwight. Yes. Bless his family, mm-hmm. his marriage, his health, Lord. Mm-hmm. Be with my friend, Lord, as he and I and Mike try to finish strong, Lord. Yes. Thank you for Pastor Dwight. In Jesus' name mm-hmm. we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, yes. Amen. Thank you so much. Pastor mm-hmm. Dwight, I love you, brother. Mm-hmm. Hey, love you too. And, and I do got a video of you swaying from side to side, so you better be nice <laughs> to me. Or we're we're going to make that bad boy go viral. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. I love well, you, thanks man. Thanks so much. It's an honor to be with you. Love you guys. God bless you. Right. Pastor Dwight Mason from mm-hmm. New Point Community Church. Thank you so much, Praise brother. Lord. Yeah. He's amazing. That church is amazing. Mike. I am blown away at that philosophy. Wait to see 
what they did, the sports complex. Mike, I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't ask them the cost because I didn't want to put them on the spot. I know what they had to pay. This wasn't a half a million oh, no. or a million or a million. And a half. This was a big boy project. Oh, my. And, 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 and for the community, they put that invested that and, money. And, and people can go there and there's no charge. Oh. They can play pickleball. Come on. Um, the name of the field, I think, is called Armor, the Armor Sports Plot. Uh, complex okay and has to do about putting the armor of god and they they do it Uh, they market it very uniquely but um yeah what a great heart what vision he and his staff just get behind and get this done we all talk about reaching out to to the community Mm. this is so real they're putting their what what do they say they're putting their money where their mouth is (laughs) and Uh, getting it done yeah amen amen and again i'm excited for you to see that complex when you go visit Safe Harbor. Thank you so much for listening today and hanging out with us. New Point is one of about 18 partners, Barnes Crossing, Auto Group, Renaissance Bank, Crescent Memorial, American Family Radio, all based in and around Tupelo, Mississippi. But Our Savior's Church in Lafayette, Destiny Worship Center in Florida, I got Covenant Church up in Dallas, Grace Church, Church of the Woodlands, Methodist Church, both are in Houston, Texas, Joyce Meyer Ministry, Hand of Hope, uh, the Chapel and Revive Wesleyan in Western New York, and, and there's others. They're all on our website at 8dayshope.com. Take a moment and send a thank you card to Provia in Ohio that makes building materials and thank them for partnering with 8 Days Hope. We couldn't do it without them, but by partnering with us, your donations are 100% passed through because they cover our fixed cost. Pastor Dwight and their team send a check every month along with the other 17 partners, 18 partners, to cover our fixed cost. So when you donate, 100% can go to help families and children and adult women who've been rescued from trafficking, and uh, they, they receive that entire gift. So, so thankful for all those partners. And that is exciting, that 100% goes to the front lines, Love it. isn't it? Love it. Love Praise it. God. Weekend of Hope is coming up December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd down in Tupelo, Mississippi. If you want to make a road trip, you live in St. Louis or or Ottawa, Kansas, or Cleveland, Ohio, come down and visit American Family Radio. Visit uh, 8 Days of Hope, our national headquarters. Touch a truck. Yes, the kids can go up in a bucket truck and ride a bobcat. Bring your grandkids. We're going to feed you really good at lunch. And that night on December 2nd, we have some free tickets for Ben Fuller, a full concert in Tupelo, Mississippi. We're going to be sharing a little bit more about Safe Harbor. Melissa Brown will be there and can't wait to see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. So many great things happening. I love know. it. Love it is it. good. It is good. Thank you for joining us today. Every week we're here. We're also on Spotify and Apple. If you want to share our, our podcast with uh, others, but uh, it's been great hanging out with you today. I want to thank our guest, Colleen Fabling, who's the safe house manager. She's up in Buffalo, uh, excuse me. She's up in Ohio right now, uh, helping build the campus. I want to thank Dwight Mason, the lead pastor at New Point Community Church. Mike, love you, brother. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. Always good to be on this with you. And take care of yourself, brother. I will, and you you also Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) We're getting older out there. Pray for Mike and Steve. Anyways, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Hope Reigns as a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.